and good evening, everyone. Welcome to the show. And uh, I've got another fantastically exciting one set up here. So let me just quickly do the honors. Um, what is new gold? And uh, truthfully, it is the world's only vital, scarce, and recession-proof market. We've got a program where people can invest in water equipment that gets gets put out on these service contracts. It's very, um, we think, is going to be incredibly profitable and also really helpful for the uh, end users who are right now pretty much stranded as the cities start uh, are losing their they're losing their infrastructure, is their capabilities. Um, it's it's a sort of a silent problem, but it's a real one. And uh, we'll be covering that today because the amazing Dan Early will be joining us. Um, in the meantime, I wanted to quickly cover the usual safe harbor statement. Um, of course, we have coverage in Spanish, as you know, and feel free to jump over using that little globe. Um, forward-looking statements, we are always trying to do our very best to tell you exactly how things are. But of course, that's always subject to change, and we will update you when we know more. All right. Now, quickly, I wanted to cover the fact that today I put this out. Ken Berenger recorded his uh, investment presentation for the LD Micro Show. This is a very important show in the year, and uh, it's airing on October 14th at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. And just go to this link, me21.mysequire.com. And what you'll see is Sequire virtual events like this. And we're on uh, the third day right there. And just click on that, register, and come join us. We'll be uh, following up with some emails so you know more about it. But that's the story there. Good. All right. Now I'm going to uh, shift over to um, a couple of really great interviews that I did of investors. These, in, these interviews are a pleasure. It really is a pleasure talking to investors old and new. Okay, so Stephen Moy, I, you've been an investor since 2011. I'm not going to say how much you invested, but it was a nice amount. But my figures show that you've got a 78% gain so far, not too shabby. Yes, very on happy paper. With that. On paper. Yeah, on paper. <laughs> not actualized yet, but uh, right. I'm hoping it's going to be a lot more soon. Hey, man, uh, thank you for that. Um, so, uh, Stephen, where, am I, where are you uh, calling, calling from? Uh, right now, I'm stationed in North Carolina. I've got all over kind of originally from Virginia, but I've uh, recently for the last nine years have been stationed in Eastern North Carolina as a service member in the United States Marine Corps. Well, thank you for your duty. That's amazing. I wanted to ask you a little bit about, first of all, what your investing experience has been with us. Um, obviously, you know, there was a long period when, you know, people were upside down, but then we figured things out. Tell me a little bit about it in your own words. Funny story, because it was one of those long, uh, in the in the Marine Corps, you always have these long periods of 24-hour uh, duties, so you have a lot of time to think about things. Right. Um, and I came across Origin Oil way back in the day, and um, I was very interested in the technology. I was very interested in its future potential, and uh, I read up on it, um, got in contact with the, uh, the investing department uh, with Origin Oil, and that's how I kind of uh, started dabbling into uh, as an unaccredited investor. Um, but I also uh, partook in a lot of common stock uh, through brokerage firms as well. Um, and I was really enthused about it. Through uh, dabbling in common stock and the unaccredited investor, I started coming upside down. The company had been going through some changes, changed to Origin Clear eventually. 
But there was a long low period where I was just upside down and I was set to a point where I couldn't invest anymore to bring down my cost basis. Thankfully, when Ken came aboard and reinitiated contact with me and he really reached out to me first, I didn't really reach out to him. And he he offered me the uh, finally a, a, a deal where I could actually get into the green and um, started working with him and uh, got got the financials in order. And now on paper, at least I'm uh, I'm up. So I'm very happy with that. And then I, I see now a clear vision forward. I see a lot of more, uh, a lot more upside now than I did even 10 years ago. Wow, that is huge. What about the, I mean, is it in the vision? The uh, What do you see as how it's even better than the algae days? Trying to break into, you know, big oil has always been kind of a, um, an uphill battle. It was kind of the, uh, the, yes. the, the Goliath, if you will. I have the um, treadmarks. And this was, yeah. And this was, uh, this was prior to fracking. So that wasn't even a thing back then. I mean, we were talking about like oil shortages with the, the Middle East wars and whatnot. I see it, I saw it more as a, um, kind of a national security thing. If we could just make our own oil instead of having to go drill it elsewhere, that was kind of my, my perspective on it. Um, with the environmental benefits being kind of a secondary. Remember benefit. how the, the Navy was adopting biofuels at that point? Yeah. I remember I read articles about that as well um, and how they were just trying to derive it. But again, it was just really expensive. People were trying to shoot it down uh, left and right um, and never got to the point where it was the economy of scale never worked for it, which I thought Origin Oil would have would have broken that mold. But with fracking and the cheapness of uh, fossil fuels and gasoline, it kind of uh, put the nail in that coffin. But I'm glad that we shifted using the same technology to the water industry, which again, like the just current events of Flint, Michigan, like knowing being in North Carolina, learning all about the agricultural waste that comes off the uh, the pig farms, the chicken farms, and how it's polluting the rivers, and it's really causing a lot of damage to the local ecosystem. Because being on the coast, fishing fishing is huge. So having that diversification has global impacts, and not just in a uh, kind of a big because there's no big water other than just the region, you know, just big major utilities. So this was kind of an untapped area. And then speaking with Ken about the the models of when you first try to just sell the big products first, like just wholesale products. Um, to kind of more of a leasehold agreement, rental agreement, and with the uh, the eventual crypto adoption as the funding mechanism, that really that really opens up a lot of doors. Especially if you can get that thing to work like it's a smart contract, like Ethereum or Cardano kind of contracts, smart contracts. I think there's huge potentials with that with investors all around the world and with projects. So as soon as it gets like once the sparks lit and we get this flame going, then it's going to be uh, unstoppable. Steven, you study a lot on your 24 hour tours of duty. <laughs> you do have a lot of time to yourself and you do, uh, it, does, it does take a while. You were talking about how Ken contacted you and kind of rehabbed your investment. I can't tell you how important that was for me. I had many, have many friends to this day in the stock and it, it felt horrible to have crammed everybody down, including myself. Somehow we got it through legal that we could do this sort of um, uh, reset, shall we say. I, well, the day we got it approved, I was like, oh, Lord, we can actually do something for the faithful. And uh, we never look back. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy that that we have this like really strong supporter base that has, you know, been kept whole all this time. I'm glad you paid attention that you uh, did give Ken the time of day. I really appreciate what you've done here. Uh, it is super, super vital that we're able to get to the finish line like this. 
with now our, our you know, our now our conventional income has taken off, which was completely unexpected. So it's a win-win. I'm definitely glad you reached out and uh, kind of worked me through kind of rehabilitating the, uh, the investment, bringing out the, uh, kind of making, making the money work right now until you, until you got to a point where it would be self-sustaining in uh, a listing eventually. So I still have, I still have hope still, uh, cause I was at that point is where I thought I was like, you know what, I'm just going to write this off as a loss. And I didn't want to do that cause I already, already, uh, put in a lot of, uh, time and investment into the, uh, the company itself. So at least I'm glad at this point, if I were to actualize now that it would be in the green, but talking with Ken, talking, listening to your, uh, your weekly updates, I'm very, I'm very optimistic, which is new. And I can say that even four or five years ago, um, but I'm definitely more optimistic than I was two years ago when I started working with Ken and with you guys and uh, really getting back into the, uh, the fold of, of uh, the direction of the company. Wow. That's fantastic. Well, you're certainly one of our, our near and dear. Um, what is your specialty in the Marine Corps, if I may ask? I'm actually uh, an AVAB jump jet pilot. Nice. Wow. So, I, the, the, the plane that uh, Arnold flew, that's that's the one I fly. May I ask what your rank is? Uh, I'm a captain, 03 type in the Marine Corps. Uh, captain, Thanks. thank you so much for your service. It, I really appreciate what you've done, of course, for us and also for all of us as a, as a, as a nation. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Dr. Ken Fernandez-Taylor, welcome, and thank you for taking this time with me. I know that you just invested, so welcome aboard. Thank you, Riggs. My pleasure. <laughs> so let me ask you, how did you get to know us? Well, I got to know about the work of Origin Clear by my friend Ivan Ans from Philanthropy Investors, and uh, I, I met Ivan several years ago when I invested in his company, Equity and Help, right. and then he wanted to share with me, well, what was new in the philanthropy investing world. And it has been an amazing uh, ride with uh, Ivan and his team. They are so dynamic. So, And then what uh, about uh, this particular um, mission or, or you know, the purpose of what you were doing? What about it interested you? Yes, I really like the fact that, well, the world is experiencing a crisis in regards to water. And um, the private sector needs to take hold of of what we can do together to solve this situation. And um, the proposal of Origin Clear to offer water and demand as a service, I think is, is really, really great because companies and uh, even in the future, maybe personal clients will not have to invest in the equipment needed, but but just pay on demand as it goes. And it, 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 it really looks like a very uh, promising uh, proposal for for uh, an investor. Yeah. Yes, and I understand that you are um, looking at going into this asset side, which is brand new, uh, where you'll be uh, potentially going into one of our subsidiaries where we buy the equipment. And then, of course, you share in the profits. And it's this whole water as a service thing, which I am so excited about going ahead with. So I'm, I'm looking forward to your participation. And uh, that's going to be another huge adventure. So thank you. Yes, thank you. It's a great opportunity that you are giving us the investors and um, for us as in, in, the, in the international community, may, in, there are many investments where we cannot participate, but this is one where it's, I mean, I think it's the best possibility. And uh, I decided to invest not only in the V series, but also in the U series regarding the, the crypto side of things. 
Right. So the, 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 that's in fact, the one you started with, which is really interesting because, well, okay. So it's a great structure because you get a multiplication of your investment. Plus you get up to, uh, you get three warrants so far, a fourth, if you invest more. And, uh, and then naturally the grant of future tokens, which at this point it's not yet permanent because of course the tokens have not been created. So it's, it's a good faith intention. It's a, pleasure to be able to finally bring people in. I've been working on this water coin idea since 2018. And if at first you don't succeed, you know, don't give up anyway. Uh, so it, it's finally coming together. Uh, in fact, early yesterday morning, I received the white paper for Clear Aqua. So that's moving along. And with the white paper, now that's being examined by the experts um, on the legal side, because Clear Aqua needs to be what we call a utility token by the SEC's terms. So there's a lot of details there. But um, I love that you understood why this crypto is so important, because without, you know, one company can't change the water industry. It's not going to happen, even 20 companies. But together, you know, as a community, we have a chance. And, and uh, that's what every single day that I work, I enjoy my job more, which is a good thing. It's a really good thing. Yes, yes. Uh, just like Ivan, who is a great visionary and a great leader, I think you're also a great visionary and, and your leadership will take this company to, to great success. As you were saying, uh, getting to a point of a unicorn is not going to be easy, but it's 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 on site, I think, with, with, with this project. And uh, uh, you also mentioned that five years from now, every country will have its own cryptocurrency. You know, my country, El Salvador, is already has Bitcoin as a legal tender. So... So it's for me, it's like uh, being a pioneer in this kind of investment. And uh, I'm sure that 10 years from now, we're going to look back and it's going to be like, like amazing what's, what's going to happen. I'm, I, you know, it's really interesting because in, in, uh, in Mexico and over in um, Puebla, my good friend Yamil Morales is working to clean up the Atoyac River, uh, which is very, very polluted. And that's a major, major project we're going to help him with. And these kinds of projects, are huge, but they're, they're vital. I mean, people's, you know, I think it's something like 1.8 million people depend on that one river. And so it's so important what we're doing and I so appreciate it. So uh, I want to thank you for your investment. And I, you know, of course, we'll be keeping you up to date on everything. And I look forward to seeing you invest on the asset side. And so we can uh, do some of these water as a service type activity. So thanks again. And uh, mi gracias. And I hope to be talking to you again soon. Gracias a ti, Riggs. Un gran placer. My great pleasure to be with you here this morning. Un gran placer igualmente, señor. So those are two really, really excellent uh, investors. Um, frankly, we have, I think we have some of the best investors in the world. And uh, it's a pleasure being able to, to take care of them and do the right thing. I'm going to quickly uh, now <clears throat> play a short clip from um, a UN video. This is President Bolsonaro of Brazil opened the US UN Assembly. And I'm just going to play a very short beginning of it because it's very interesting from our point of view. On behalf of the General Assembly, I have the honor to welcome to the United Nations His Excellency Jair Messias Bolsonaro, President of the Federative Republic of Brazil and to invite him to address the assembly. Okay. Good morning, one and all. 
Mr. President of the General Assembly, Mr. Abdullah Shahid, Mr. Secretary General of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, heads of state, heads of government, and other heads of delegation. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor to once again open the United Nations General Assembly. I come here to showcase a different Brazil vis-a-vis -vis what is portrayed on newspapers or seen on television. Brazil has changed a great deal after we took office in January 2019. For two years and eight months, we have had no concrete case of corruption. Brazil has a president who believes in God, respects the Constitution, values family principles, and is loyal to her people. And this is a lot. It is a solid foundation if we take into account that we were at the brink of socialism. Our state-owned enterprises used to incur financial losses in the billions of dollars in the past, whereas now they are profitable companies. Our development bank, our development bank was used to serve as a conduit to finance public works in communist countries with no collateral guarantees. It is the Brazilian people itself who honors or had to honor these commitments and costs. All of that has changed. I present to you now a new Brazil whose credibility has already been recovered in the world. Brazil currently has the largest investment partnership program with the private sector in its history, a program that is already in place and fully underway, being implemented. So far, 100 billion US dollars have been contracted in new investments and 23 billion dollars have been collected in concession projects granted. In the infrastructure sector, we auctioned 34 airports and 29 port terminals to the private sector. We already have more than 6 billion US dollars in private contracts for new railways. We have also introduced the railway permit system, which brings our model closer to the US model. In just a few days, we received 14 applications for permits for new railways, amounting to nearly $15 billion in private investments. Under our administration, we have promoted the revitalization of railway transportation. As a result, less consumption of fossil fuels and the lower level of operational costs for doing business in Brazil, especially translating in lower food production costs. Great progress has already been made in the field of basic sanitation. The largest auction in the sector's, in the sector's history took place in April with concession projects granted to water distribution and sewage services in the state of Rio de Janeiro. We have everything investors look for, a large consumer market, excellent services and assets, a firm tradition of honoring and respecting contracts and confidence in our administration. I also wish to announce that in the next few days we will be holding an auction for 5G technology deployment in Brazil. Our modern, sustainable, low-carbon agriculture. Okay, I'm not going to continue because it's interesting, but we have time constraints. So what does that mean? Um, I'm going to go ahead and just summarize a couple of the important points. So what have they done? 
they've, as you heard, they've auctioned the rights to 34 airports, 29 port terminals. My gosh, 14 applications for new railways. Here's the other thing, largest ever water infrastructure investment in, in the history of, of their sector for um, water distribution and sewage in Rio de Janeiro. This is what we should be doing. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's many things wrong with Brazil and we can, we can criticize Brazil, but at least they're doing something, right? They're, they're doing things. They're reducing their carbon footprint by putting in those new railways. They are fixing the water. Um, here, because we're not taking action, businesses are having to take care of themselves in energy and water and other areas. So that is really a problem. Okay, so um, just to tell you what it should be and what it is not. Okay, quickly, latest press, we have an article in Disrupt. And um, this article talks you know, a little bit about you know, our background, what we're trying to do, uh, helping the people who have to treat their own water. Um, while big central projects can get funding from government, the business users are on their own. And of course, Water 2.0, which is modular systems funded by service contracts, no money up front, et cetera, and um, building up the team to handle all these things. And that is that quick article. Now, these, these are relatively small publications, Billion Success, Disrupt Magazine. What they do is they create a lot of presence in the, in the space and enable our PR agency to get the big hits. Uh, I believe we're about to get another hit in popular science, which is great. So things are going well on that front. All right, crypto, what's going on? Well, boom, the team delivered the, the white paper uh, as promised uh, two or three days early, which was great. And uh, from here, of course, right now what we have to do is white paper review by legal because we must make sure that this is a utility token. If it becomes a security token, then only the accredited people can get involved. And we're back once again to the 1%. What is the difference between a security token and a utility token? A security token is something that you invest in to get you know, an investment, right? Whereas a utility token is something where you get compensated for contribution. That's the difference. You see, it's, it goes the other way. It goes towards the, the person uh, and persons who are contributing. And uh, there's other examples out there. It's quite mature, but you have to make very, very sure that this is a utility token. We've retained a uh, specialized marketing agency to do the strategy on this. And we've also be, been uh, doing some additional work on how to manage the decentralized autonomous organization, which can be chaotic if we don't make sure it's done right. Okay, so with that, I would like to jump into Mr. Daniel M. Early, PE, professional engineer. And welcome, sir. Good evening, Riggs. Good to be with you. Thank you. Well, um, we had a big win last week. And just to remind everyone of what that was about, I'm just going to quickly uh, play a little piece of this clip. Back in 2020, while we were working on rolling out the modular water systems product line, our good friends told us that they had a problem with their mobile home park in Alabama. What's weird, what we found out is that all through the South, Trailer parks have very crude sanitation. Basically, all the poop goes into a pond, and that's it. It just sits in a pond. And if you've ever driven by one of these trailer parks in the south, and you see there's a, like a green pond over there, that's what it is. The lagoon system 
is a passive treatment system. It's been in operation for about 50 years. Recently, the state of Alabama has imposed certain permit improvements and permit requirements. The uh, Departments of Environmental Protection in Alabama and other elsewhere are trying to upgrade everything and they're requiring landlords to do something about it. In 1970, the, this park was built and the lagoon system was part of it. The last four years, it has been real difficult for me to maintain the proper discharge and it's tested uh, once a month. They test for E. coli, they test for any oxygen levels, they test for any bacteria buildup. The last few years we have not been able to meet the demands of ADEM, Alabama Department of Environmental Management. So they were going to have to build something themselves. This is what I mean by forced decentralization. More and more businesses are being forced to do their own treatment because the central infrastructure is totally overwhelmed in this country and elsewhere. And so they needed a solution. And it so happened that our brilliant Dan Early, the chief engineer, has a great technology. A porous, low temperature fired, highly porous ceramic. It can hold 80% of its volume in water. Think about a, a, putting a coral reef in all these like surfaces, right? And, and the dirty water comes through and the bacteria just eats it away. So if you had a 12 inch by 12 inch by 12 inch cube of this material, which is very lightweight, it would have an effective surface area of 900,000 square feet per cubic foot. This product's called the Pondster, Pond Monster. Over time, you just park it by the side of the pond and run a tube through and over a period of weeks or months, the pond just becomes clean. We have the man himself here. I'm not gonna continue to play a video, but it was so cool. Like, one cubic foot is 900,000. I mean, Lord, that's amazing. So th th this is really a technology that is for disinfection and clarification, am I right? Um, it, it is, uh, it has a multitude of ap applications. It's uh, nutrient removal, carbon removal, clarific water clarification. It is um, an amazing material technology. Wow. So um, with that, of course, we're gonna be able to do a lot with, uh, you know, mobile home parks. And I believe you received already an, an expression of interest from potential client because of what happened last week. Uh, we have, um, uh, I guess with, uh, with the announcements and going out across the, the internet and the World Wide Web. So we've had um, a number of inquiries in the last seven days, a couple here in the last, um, last two days. So the, um, the word's getting out, uh, people see what it is. And th this is a huge problem. I, 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 you've talked about it now for for a while, but um, eutrophication, algae blooms. Eutrophication, all those things. just tell us what that is. Eutrophication, that is when you have nutrient impaired waterways and you, and, and you have a, a clean waterway and it's impaired now by algae. The algae grows and blooms and it clogs the waterways. So, so the algae is feeding, basically the algae is feeding off of the excess nitrates and so forth. It is feeding off of the abundance of nutrients that are in the, that have washed and flushed into the waterways. That it's poison, it's, it's a pollutant. And it, so that's the result is algae blooms. With the inquiries we've had come in over the last couple of days, uh, and as I was saying, that these lagoons and these lakes, especially when in warmer climates um, uh, down south in the southern uh, southeast United States and out west, uh, nutrient impairment of lagoons and waterways and natural streams and impoundments and bodies of water is a major is a major ordeal. Uh, the system that we're using, using the ceramic media systems fosters the growth of very robust, super thin biofilms that are absolutely, totally wonderful and very efficient at removing carbon and nitrogen and transforming nitrogen into different compounds. So very excited. Uh, we are very, very excited about uh, where we're heading with this particular product. 
very excited about the ability to create and deploy different treatment technologies using the same the same media technology that we have here. Well, we have this problem here in uh, Clearwater, the red algae blooms, and of course, is, uh, Lake Okeechobee is choked with, uh, with duckweed and with algae, and then uh, uh, Broward County, the, all the lagoons there. So big problem in Florida, but also elsewhere. I know the, you heard that investor talk about the problems in North Carolina, where he's based as a, as a Marine. Uh, with all of the uh, animal farms um, choking up the waterways with nitrates. So this is a solution for all of this, basically. It is. It is very much so a solution for these particular customers and their, and their problems that they're facing. And not, it's not just, I will tell you, what's wonderful about this technology, while you do see the predominant uh, need in the south, in the southeast, or in, in the warmer climates, I do know that this technology, uh, through strategic relationships and partnerships that we have, we are seeing the um, uh, solutions being deployed in Ohio and Michigan and in colder climates and colder states where they have the exact same problem. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're able to treat this. It's a really, I really am very excited about where this technology is leading. Well, that is so exciting. So now what we're talking about is the, the, the Pondster is being applied in these mobile home parks. There's also potential in real estate water features. And then finally, the big kahuna, in my opinion, is going to be animal farms which have this huge huge problem and uh in fact we're reaching out to our partners in europe to see if they can use it as part of the the program that we had set up for them uh, originally so so excited about this and then i can't tell you how pleased i am about it uh, let's uh let's quickly review some of the things that are going on um, with the design build own operate and if you wouldn't mind just running through real fast uh the status on these things and how it's how it's going yeah, uh, I'll be glad to, Riggs. Um, uh, the mobile home park uh, facility in Alabama, of course, you, you've seen that. Um, uh, you've displayed that on the CEO briefing this week and in the last couple of weeks. That one is underway. I had uh, did have um, communication today with our on-site construction manager. Uh, mm -hmm. We will be continuing over the next um, eight to 10 weeks uh, conducting testing. Um, evaluating system performance and, and optimizing uh, the system capability down there. So very, very excited, very pleased with the deployment of that system. One thing, while the, the ceramic media is wonderful in itself, one thing that we haven't talked about is the uh, the tank delivery system, the, the structural tank system that we put the media in. That is a new evolving approach to delivering systems. And when it comes to water, it's always about the tank. Um, mobile Home Park customer in Pennsylvania, I am very happy to report that I do seriously believe that we will have contract in hand next week based upon communication we've had with the rep that we're working with up there. Uh, the craft brewer customer, that uh, customer is still sort of in a status quo. Um, project's not dead, but this is very common to see a, a lull or a dead period as projects move forward as they try to figure out funding and, and the permitting processes and those types of things. The Texas RV park, um, what is really neat about this one here is now uh, you, we're, we're going to change this from Texas RV Park to Texas RV Parks, Ooh. multiple plural. Uh, nice. the last week, I've had another, I've had another consulting firm reach out to us, um, and we have more of these opportunities. In particular, they are all design build, uh, delivery models, design build or design build own operate. So very very excited about that. Agri customer. Um, had um, new contact, updated fresh contact and, and, and touches with that customer again this week. Um, that one continues to move forward. I am very optimistic that it looks like we might be able to make something ha um, happen for that customer. They like our approach. They like the technology. They like the reuse capability that we have. 
So we'll see where that goes. Campground prospect in the Midwest, we're bases of design. I am so tickled with that. Uh, Rob and I have been nose down. That's Rob Litos, he's our technical project manager. We've been nose down all week uh, trying to wrap up uh, technical permitting drawings and assisting the, uh, the engineer of record on that project. Um, existing residential facility in Texas. Um, that one, uh, just I've had multiple touches with the consultant and directly with the developer on that one. I feel like that next week, I, I think we'll have a contract in hand on that. One. Wow, that's fast because you didn't, you hit them only about a couple months ago, right? Oh, yeah. This one, uh, the turn on this one's been incredibly fast. Uh, normally, what takes 12 months, uh, we're basically three at this point. Wow. Uh, and I will tell you, I will share this with you. The, uh, the other, the RV parks and the multiples now, the plurals, I believe we might see a, a similar. Um, similar turn of events with those. So very, very, very excited with where things are going. Uh, the design build, design build operate and design build own operate model. Uh, on the wastewater side, we are, we're really looking very, very strong uh, looking into the next 12 to 18 months. I will share before I turn it back over to you that uh, while we've talked about wastewater, particularly the module water systems program here, uh, we have had a number of customers and engineers reach out about packaged water systems. So mm. when it comes to decentralized, it's both clean water and dirty water. So we've got a mix of those now that are entering into the mix of the design build and the DBOO uh, total outsourced water model. Well, and in fact, we know that, uh, you know, Mark Stevens uh, last week went to Nashville uh, where we have um, a, a water purification customer, the very, very important one will be unveiling that soon uh, where the, the ultra pure water is coming in and and that's going to help build our reputation, I'm quite sure, um, that is in the process of being commissioned. Um, so you've got the incoming water. You've got, of course, the wastewater treatment. Your, your, your pump station business is continuing. You're, you're mm -hmm. continuing. That's sort of an ongoing bread and butter activity. You're, you're busier than a one-armed paper hanger. <laughs> to put it mildly, yes, we need help. <laughs> if anybody's a professional engineer and in the audience and they like to submit a, a resume, uh, please send it on. We, we could use the help. Send it to water at originclear.com and uh, Tom Marchesello is actively uh, sourcing personnel. What is happening here is that, you know, when we say we want to fund these service contracts, we need to have the, the competency. We, know, we need to know how to do it, right? So what you're doing right now, the design build, operate is getting you know us into the business of doing this so that when we add the ownership part we don't lay an egg and that's the important thing am i right that is correct uh, it, this is um we need really strong sharp individuals people with experience um that we, it, it takes that level of, of competency in this industry and they're out there uh, they really are we need more of them uh the, the industry has a shortage but um the, it does require that level of talent so we are always actively looking for uh, top-notch people, really keen, intuitive engineers and technically-minded people who have a passion for water. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to have you come join our team. We need a good team, and we're moving extremely fast. We have too much business, which is always a problem that, well, I'm sorry, Dan, I'm just going to have to overwork you. This is how it nah. is. <laughs> JRW says, good evening, good evening, everyone. Dan, what is the difference between the graphene and the porous ceramic that you use. I received a call today about a water filtration system that uses graphene. They were doing something else, then COVID arrived and they switched to air filtration and masks and are now doing water. I should be getting more info. So what is the difference between graphene and this? Um, 
I'm not a graphene expert, but um, I do know a little bit about the technology. Uh, graphene is a, a, a material that emerged um, out of the academic world here and the material science world over the last 10 years. Um, they are, it's a nano, it's, it's a nanotechnology. Right. Um, that is the one similarity with the ceramic media that we're using. Uh, graphene, um, graphene is a carbon-based um, material. Uh, they can build and construct all types of uh, shapes and structures. Uh, they can create porous materials. I, I see it more commonly being used in membranes and thin sheeting and that type of thing. Uh, the ceramic media, the porous ceramic media that we work with, it is it does have a nanotechnology capability. Um, and the pores that, the, that are in the, the porous media, they are nanoparticle sized. They have extremely small pore sizes. And that's, what is, that's what's unique about that. And the, uh, the ceramic media, we can cast it in just any kind of shape, big, small, intermediate, any complex geometry that you're looking at. We, can, we have the ability to do those types of things. So that, those are some of the fundamental differences in them. A little different man, uh, media manufacturing technology. Well, we're radically different between the two. Yeah, and I think that that the um, the ceramic is really well suited for these hosting these biofilms, these bacteria populations. I think that's really where it excels. It, it is, and, I, and uh, the um, the ceramic media too is also very cost effective because we're leveraging existing uh, manufacturing capabilities that are somewhat conventional, but they we're using them in different ways through our strategic partnerships that we have. Graphene still an emerging. Uh, material manufacturing technology. It's still it's still got some legwork and some some evolution to undergo before I think you see it really super commercialized. Yeah, good promise by, for example, in desalination, I understand. Yes. And Paul so. Fetcher, one of our core um, investors says, remember, I left engineering. <laughs> okay. Well, so Paul, uh, now you're in real estate and you're investing in Origin Clear. So you're back in engineering. That's what I, that's what I got to say to Paul. But um, Nonetheless, that is the input we have from our friends in the chat. Uh, we're going to just continue with a couple more slides here. Of course, participating in our future. Remember that we are doing two major things. On the one side is our um, this, the funding that we use to develop the capabilities, just like we were talking about hiring more personnel and developing technology, et cetera, um, and doing these new things uh, that is ongoing and it's sweet little offering. Then there is what we call the Series V, which is for funding these the water equipment itself. Think of it as like being an oil well uh, limited partnership. But here's the beautiful part. Unlike an oil well, it does not run dry. Water will keep on. <laughs> dirty water is never going to stop being dirty. So I think that we got a better angle than fossil fuels for sure. And of course, we're, do we're doing more good, in my opinion. Also, Ken wants to say this. There is a money show on Tuesday. Uh, October 5th, 3.30 p.m. So previously I showed you the, the uh, LD Micro on October the 14th. But before that, we have the um, October 5th, 3.30 p.m. Money Show. Just go to Money Show on, in Google and you'll find it. And we will send the link to all the attendees, of course. Uh, Ken Berenger is the man. Uh, you, he's the myth. He's the legend. And um, he knows exactly what's going on with these big offerings. We think that there's going to be a lot of exciting things happening with these equipment oper operational funds, and we'll be covering that more next week. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to say, please do fill out the survey that shows up at the end of this. Uh, we do read them carefully. And I wanted to say also, Dan, that it's uh, such a pleasure having you here tonight. I really um, love what you're doing. 
you know, we started with you in, uh, I think last week of June in 2018, and um, it's really coming together. The momentum is there. And, and uh, now, now you're just, you're not sleeping, which is perfect. I love it. It's great. <laughs> My wife will be in contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, sorry, I, I'll see that on the phone. Sorry, don't know what you're talking about. But we're gonna we're gonna we are, we are working to to beef up your area, and we really appreciate the hard work, my friends. So thank you so much. I wanted to tell everyone that it's been a great evening uh, together talking. I hope you got a lot, a lot out of it. Please, uh, you know, invite your friends. Uh, send them to oc.gold/ceo, and um, we're going to um, keep having these exciting. Every week, it gets more exciting. And as the four layers, the basic layer being our custom systems, remember that $5 million deal that we got a little while ago? Second layer, the modular water systems, which scale up into uh, mass assembly. Third layer being the water on demand, which is a DBOO, design, build, own, operate. And the final layer would be in the crypto. They're all activated. So exciting times. Thank you very much, Dan. It's been a pleasure having you on board. And Michael Kyle says thanks. And also, um, JRW says thanks for the information and education on the graphene. Thank you all. Have a good night. Enjoy your weekend.